Chapter 16 of Stories of the Royal Humane Society by Frank Mundell. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. A Notable Feat The last decade has furnished many names to the fast-lengthening list of heroes. Far too many, indeed, for us to attempt to give here anything like a representative selection. Let us, therefore, take one signal instance of courage and fortitude. It belongs to the year 1900. The incident occurred at sea. Here is the story according to the official version. On the 18th of September, while Her Majesty's ship, Empress of India, was entering the Doro Channel, Cape Fassa, Isle of Andros, a steamer was observed firing signals of distress, and on nearer approach, about 10.45 p.m., was found to be anchored off a lee shore and riding by a hawser only. She proved to be the steamship Charkitch of London, bound from Piraeus to Constantinople, commanded by an Austrian with a crew of 40 to 50 hands, and carrying upwards of 30 passengers. Lieutenant Lowry communicated with the ship in the cutter, and learning that the shaft was broken, asked the captain what he could do for him, and whether he wished his crew taken off. The captain asked for a hawser to take him in tow, but by the time the cutter had returned with it, the ship had drifted too close to the shore for this plan to be feasible. Immediately afterwards, she disappeared from view. It was evident by the sudden extinction of the lights that she had taken ground. All effort to find the vessel by searchlight proved useless, and as the wind and sea made it impossible to search the coast with boats, the Empress of India stood off at 12.50 a.m. until daybreak, when the masts of the Charkitch were seen standing out of the water. Three men were on the foremast, and three others on detached rocks close to the wreck. A heavy sea was running, with a cross-current, and much wreckage was about. Lieutenant Lowry at once went in the cutter, and endeavoured under oars to float a line and lifebuoy to the foremast to windward of the wreck. He failed, owing to the cross-current, but one man swam from the mast to the buoy and was hauled into the boat. Having tried again for some time to get the buoy to the mast with no success, and the men seeming unable to move, Lieutenant Lowry jumped overboard about 7am and swam to the wreck with a lifebuoy and line. As he reached the rigging, he lost the line, which fouled some wreckage, and he was cut off. Throughout the forenoon, efforts were made to establish communication with the wreck. The cutter first made another attempt, but was struck by a heavy sea and half filled with water. Both sea boats were then sent in with oil to be thrown on the water, rockets and grass lines, 
but all in vain the empress of india then proceeded to pargo bay and landed a party to try and reach the wreck from the shore on her return it was found that the back of the wreck was broken one of the men had got ashore on a large piece of wreckage lieutenant lowry with the other man was still in the fore-rigging which might now give way at any moment his own lifebelt would possibly have enabled him to reach the shore but he would not leave his companion who had none another attempt was made about three p m both by the shore party and by lieutenant vereker in the cutter to reach the wreck lieutenant lowry directed the cutter from the mast of the wreck and succeeded at last in throwing a line into her with the aid of this the rescue was accomplished lieutenant lowry assisting the last man into the boat before leaving the wreck meanwhile one of the three men on the detached rocks managed to reach the shore the others were washed off and drowned the royal humane society awarded lieutenant lowry their silver medal and at the close of the year he was selected to receive the stanhope gold medal for the bravest deed of the year lieutenant lowry had already rescued a number of persons from drowning at different times and on this last occasion he was in the water for more than eight hours our readers will learn with regret that the gallant officer who was a son of major general lowry by his repeated immersions seriously undermined his constitution symptoms of consumption appeared and although every effort was made to save his life it was of no avail he returned from davos platz in switzerland whither he had been ordered by his medical advisers only to die End of chapter sixteen